PR's top pros talk building trust among employees, featuring Jonathan Jordan, General Manager at Edelman Southern California. And here's your host, Doug Simon. With its trust barometer, Edelman has really set the standard of research into trust. And now you've got new research out that talks about building trust among employees. JJ, can you share some of the top line results? Yeah, happy to. Uh, And first of all, thanks for having me on, man. Um, So, you know, if I take a step back and I think about the trust barometer, we've been studying this topic of trust for over 20 years. I think we're in our 21st year. And we have this annual trust barometer that comes out. Um, I'll tell you with the year that we had last year between Black Lives Matter, between COVID, between the election, I want to say we had probably five or six special edition versions of that. Um, And we've continued to look at this uh, more regularly. Um, Our most recent study was focused on employees. And if I, you know, just sort of take a look at what we've seen over the years, you know, back in the 80s and some in some of the 90s, shareholder value was the most important thing. And as a stakeholder, it was all about that, that, um, that investor. Um, I feel like the pendulum has swung back where today, really, the employee is the number one stakeholder. Uh, And so we just released this interesting study focused on employees as a stakeholder. Um, There's a lot of takeaways, and and I would encourage everyone, if they have a chance to go check it out, um, we just released it this this uh, this week. There's a few few things that were eye opening. Um, one is that there's this continued to uh, this continued um, distrust. Um, there's a, there's also a heightened what I would call a heightened expectation from their employer. And so, right. if, if we look across all the different entities, so just to clarify, is that heightened expectation of the employee about their employer, or That's heightened right. expectation? Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's right. Folks, uh, specifically your employee population, as they look to their employer, um, they're expecting a lot more. And the the takeaway is when those expectations are not met, we're seeing employee activism like we've never seen before. I don't have to name some of the walkouts that we're familiar with, um, but some of those expectations are really around organizations standing up and doing and saying something in moments that matter. Societal uh, issues have become extremely important. And so um, we have a lot of data in there. Um, there's a few slides that just made my jaw drop. There was one that really talked about the differential and trust that's earned versus trust that's lost um, when an organization stands up and, set, and just says something about what's happening in the world. Um, and some, some of those expectations are um, totally understandable based on where the world is today. Um, yeah, and it's, I, it's interesting you say that, JJ. I used to have a saying somewhat humorously, but true, but six months of goodwill by a manager just goes out the window with one FM, you know? So if you really mess up, it's like, you can do all this and like, oh, that was dumb, but you've just like wasted that equation. Like it's that huge an equation differential. It sounds like you're supporting that information. So how can companies in effect live up to that? And is it issues? It's what else is it? I mean, return to work is a huge issue among discussion for different companies. Yeah, burnout's a big one. Right, I'm sure you've heard it loud and clear from the folks in, within your organization. Um, the you know or, the the mental exhaustion, the physical physical exhaustion, the emotional exhaustion from all of us, and having to deal with this new normal and this next no, next normal, we're finding that um, burnout's a big issue. And so um, the org, the good and smart organizations have become a town square 
where you know your chief executive officer, we released some, some IP, the chief ex executive officer essentially becomes the chief empathy officer. And <laughs> in those cases where organizations are doing things to proactively manage burnout, um, you're seeing massive gains in trust. And you know the organizations that kind of ignore this or just expect productivity like normal, um, they're seeing massive uh, attrition issues. So interestingly, since obviously Edelman doesn't just get the data, you advise clients on how to execute and then how to communicate that, which is so important. And we love you know, the viewers of this show to be able to come away and say, oh, we need to start doing that. What are some tools to maybe mitigate or approaches to mitigate some of this exhaustion and challenges that you know, so many people in the workforce have faced, whether they're in PR or anywhere, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wellness is um, not just a physical thing. It's a mental thing. And so um, there's some alarming stats that have been done around, you know, the toll that it's taken mentally on employees. And as we're advising our clients, one is just acknowledging that it's really tough. Um, we, we've also advised a lot of our leaders to listen versus tell. So like, you know, we're quick to jump in to try to solve what we think makes the most sense. But most of the right. time, your employees want to be engaged in a conversation about what would be helpful to them. Right. You know, there's a lot of tech clients that, that we have that are doing some really cool, innovative stuff. Um, you know, some companies are literally just saying, everyone take a week off, you know, <laughs> just do what you have to do to, to kind of you know, get back. Um, I, I really like what Google just released. Um, they, they released a manifesto essentially saying, it's okay to turn your camera off. It's okay, you know, to take a walk in the middle of the day. You know, and they have this whole list right. of things. But sometimes just acknowledging it's okay and we know it's a tough time, it's, it's amazing how far that will go. Yeah, it's interesting because the work from home piece for those fortunate enough, and I early in the pandemic, the Wall Street Journal thought 38% of workers could potentially be working from home. But that sort of getting rid of the commute and having more of that flexibility and lunches walking over to your kitchen, you know, for a lot of workers, that's really helpful because one, they're getting this extra time in their day and they're in a comfortable environment. That was so important. Now, you're also general manager of the Edelman LA office. So what are some of the issues, challenges, and opportunities you're seeing in you know, such an important and high profile role? Yeah. I, I, first of all, it's the best job I ever had. I, I'm so lucky to, to serve all of those in the Los Angeles office. And um, I'm really bullish on our team there. Um, I think some of the challenges are both within the market, you know, I could talk about, but I would even take a step back and just think about the agency landscape. Um, a part of my own personal passion has been, you know, how do we reflect the consumers of many of the clients that we serve? You know, I think back to some of, um, you know, some of the clients we've had where they've said, hey, we want to make sure that, you know, our, our core demo uh, or the, the, the consumer makeup um, that we talk to on a regular basis, I want to make sure our agencies match that. And so a part of my own personal passion has been, you know, how do we diversify? How do we become um, much better around representation within the agency landscape, not just on the PR side, but on the ad agency side? I know this is a top conversation for a lot of folks, um, but, you know, we've got to do better. There are some key challenges that have been talked about, um, but I think I'm happy that in this role, I can take action. I also see many of our, our colleagues at Edelman taking concrete action. That's, that's really exciting. Yeah. Do you think um, part of your success, if I'm correct, you didn't take what would be a traditional role to your PR role. You have a different background. And you may talk about that and how that's informed you and maybe can help others as we wrap up the conversation. Sure. 
Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a traditional. Uh, if you look at my background, you'll say like, why, why is this guy at Edelman, or how, how did you get there? Um, I, I would say I'm, I'm right and left brain. So I spent about half of my career in management consulting. So I worked for EY, Booz Allen, and, and shops like that, um, which helped me understand back office functionality. I have an MBA, so I tend to think from a business strategy perspective, um, which has helped when I'm talking to folks about the business. I, I sort of understand the back office part of it, um, and then I spent time in creative. I worked at a record label for a while. Um, I ran my own creative shop for a while. Um, I think that's uh, two things I would take away is the background that I have on paper probably wouldn't, you know, I'm lucky enough to have some contacts that were at Edelman and loved it and they recruited me over. But on sure. paper, you know, I'm sure they would have passed on me. Um, but I guess the second thing is there's, there's benefit to having the art and science, you know, so I could talk frameworks and methodologies all day. Um, but then also, you know, in order to change mindsets and behaviors, no matter what the stakeholder is, you have to have, you know, emotionally compelling art um, to push the needle. So, you know, I tend to think that my background is actually perfectly suited for where I'm at. And it also, I think, makes me look at resumes differently. And I hope that everyone mm -hmm. in our industry can look at it as a resume and not hold, you know, um, right. a background that might look different on paper, hold that against them. And that also brings like a whole other piece of diversity is getting people with different backgrounds, experiences right. to come in and shed light on that. So JJ, really awesome. Thanks so much for your time. Really great input advice and continued success. Awesome. Thanks again for having me.